Hello, and welcome to the seventh podcast edition of TechBull. Thank you for all your feedback from my previous editions. Remember, this is a regular technology bulletin podcast. Please don't expect anything else from the Bull abbreviation. Haha. Uh-huh. Episode 6 was all about emails and what can be done should disaster strike. Regular listeners will know that this first series of Tech Bull has followed a theme of disaster recovery. The things we can do in advance to ensure the effects of any disaster are minimised. This episode concentrates on backups. When we talk about backups, we are mostly concerned with our data, the documents, photos, home videos, perhaps the music we have created or the stories we have written. Anything really we have introduced into our device since we obtained it. There is one main exception, and that is that we are less concerned with software we have bought or downloaded and installed. Same with any music or films that have been bought. Sure, it is very important that we can re-obtain any of these, preferably at no cost. But the point here is that in the main, they can always be re-obtained. We're going to cover cloud storage at some point, and it may be we can keep copies of these acquirements in the cloud. I am now going to cover some quick theory of backups. It is the sort of methodology businesses followed for many years. So the theory is that in addition to your main data store, you should also have three further copies, at least. Remember, we are talking disaster recover here, so the methodology takes into account some scenarios but mostly concentrates on simple risk reduction. So, one copy of the data should exist within an easy access situation. For instance, magnetic media external to the device. The second copy should also exist on magnetic media, but this time must be sufficiently physically remote from the device. And lastly, the third copy should be stored in the cloud somewhere, which again is remote from the main source. Why, I hear you say? Well, if you lose some data from your main store, you can always get the copy you made that is stored locally. But if that had been destroyed also, say in a premises fire, then we could always obtain from the second copy held remotely somewhere. But if that also was not available for whatever reason, hopefully the cloud storage would have copies. There are a few problems with this methodology. It takes nothing into account regarding the amount or size of data or the volatility of such data. Business, once more, overlays on the methodology by having three copies of the data in each of the three locations. Each of these three copies and each location have a difference regarding time. So the very oldest full copy of everything is stored in the cloud along with two other copies, each being younger than the previous older one. And the very youngest copy of the data 
was kept near to hand. Of course, business can do all this because they are tried and tested automated tools and business processes to ensure this backup regime is maintained. For the home user, perhaps something less regimental and vigorous is required. I cannot stress highly enough though that you must keep copies of your data. One copy is not enough. Three copies is about right. All depends upon the data. If you value family photographs, then three copies seems about right. But photographs of scenery on a holiday three years ago, are they as valuable? One copy, perhaps. Documents about financial matters, chitty chatter letters between friends, detailed plans of the house extension are waiting to be built. The point is that only you can decide your own backup regime. And when you decide it, can also mean changing your existing folder structure, simply to make it easier to keep backups. There are many different ways to actually backup your data, including the simple use of copying from one location to another. But if you are a Windows 10 user, you have two inbuilt tools you can use. The first is OneDrive. There have been some reports of it being a little flaky, but it's fine most of the time. To open the OneDrive app, click the little blue cloud in the bottom right area of your notification taskbar. From the window that opens, click on the box at the bottom labelled More. From the menu displayed, click Settings. In the box that is then displayed, click on the Backups tab. Then click on the button Manage Backup and you will see the three folders which OneDrive can backup, namely Desktop, Documents and Pictures. You can choose one, two or all three folders. Once you choose, all files and subfolders in these three folders will be backed up and kept in sync on your OneDrive cloud storage. The OneDrive app satisfies one of your places to store backups of your data. And of course, you still need to backup locally and to a physical other location. This is not only belt and braces, but a bit of string also, haha. Although OneDrive is good, do not rely on it solely, just in case when you need that data, the internet is down, or even worse. Oh, and OneDrive has one other drawback. You are limited to storing just 5GB of data for free, but Microsoft will sell you more storage space if you are happy to buy it. Other companies also offer a mixture of free and paid for storage space. These other companies include Google with their Google Drive service, which provides another cloud venue for your backups. Google is a little bit more generous than Microsoft OneDrive, providing you with 15 gigabyte of free storage and also allows you to buy more storage should you need it. Other providers include PCloud, Dropbox, iCloud, 
Box and BT. There are some others especially geared towards more specialised data types. Next week, a little more on backups, but of the local magnetic media types. Remember, if you're either disabled or elderly, you can ring AbilityNet, a UK charity who can make visits to your home if necessary or ring you to help you. Their free phone telephone number is 0800-048-7642. Their email address is enquiries at abilitynet.org.uk and their web address is www.abilitynet.org.uk and it's all free of charge. You may also find in the area where you live a friendly computer club with people who are willing to help. Talk to your local council. Stay safe.